Year 12, practice orals. Candidate 4, Galau. Okay, Galau. So, whenever you're ready, you may begin your analysis. So, in this oral exam, I will be speaking about a three-page extract from a doll's house in relation to a battleship advert about the global issue that is culture, identity, and community, specifically the object objectification of women. This issue was especially prevalent in the 19th century in Norway, which was when this play was written. Uh, for my three-page extract, it will be pages 7, 8, and 9 from A Doll's House, which was written by famous author Henrik Ibsen, in, written and set in 19th century Norway. Ibsen, at the time, women were seen as nothing more than their husband's or father's properties, and this is made very clear by the fact that they did not even have the opportunity to vote. Ibsen saw this and decided that, that it was time for a change. Ibsen uses a female protagonist to try to encourage the empowerment of women, to try to send across a message that a female protagonist is of no lesser significance or importance than that of a man. He also portrays her to be very different from the average woman as the play goes on, especially towards the end where she's portrayed to be very rebellious. But is also hinting at the, that personality in the very beginning, in the very early scenes when she decides to eat a macaroon in secret, especially after being specially warned not to by her husband. This makes her very different because at the time, in melodramas especially, women were seen as damsels in distress, which are characters who are helpless, who are in desperate need of the uh, hero, which would be a male protagonist at the time, to come and save them. So... In my opinion, this extract is the most one of the, if not the most important in the play, as it is the first encounter between Nora and her husband Torvald, who we see is also referred to as Helmer throughout the play, and how it sets the tone for the relationship for the rest of the play. Nora is shown to be the typical stay-at-home wife, taking care of the children, doing chores around the house, helping the garden, and is in charge of raising the kids. She's portrayed to be sometimes childlike with her spending habits, to be very immature sometimes. Uh, later on, we see that uh, in the first encounter, Torvald refers to her as my little Skylark, my little squirrel, my little spendthrift. He does this to uses the word little, which emphasizes how he sees her as less than him, beneath him, how he sees himself as the more important one, the more dominant one in the relationship. He also used the possessive pronoun my to try to once again impose authority and which refers back to the toxic attitude or mentality that most men had around the world. He also decides to use the phrase been wasting money again when uh, which shows that he this is not the first time this has happened that her spending habits are like that of a child and that he's very frustrated by having to teach her the same lesson over and over and over again. He also, when she decides to ask him for a, for a loan so she can go buy the Christmas presents, he decides to use like a woman as an insult. This is very significant as when trying to criticize her spending habits and criticize her ways, he decides to say that is like a woman to show that he thinks that women are beneath him, that women are not wise, that the women are very dependent on men, which links back to the idea that Women were only seen as housewives and nothing more, and therefore were never trusted to make big, de big, big decisions. Uh, yeah, that's, that's it for the...
extra. So this uh, leads me on to a very famous ad which has resurfaced the internet a couple of um, weeks ago, from what I can remember. It's a very famous ad from the game Battleship, released in 1967 by by Milton. And this ad, it, it shows a man and his son playing together on the kitchen on the on the kitchen table, enjoying their bonding time together with big smiles on their face. But to the right, we see the mom and the daughter cleaning cleaning the dishes together. On the top left, it says a key to fun, which suggests that yes, of course, the game is fun and it's for everyone to play. However, it also has sexist connotations as it implies that cleaning and doing dishes and doing chores around the house is seen as fun for the women. It's there was the role and it's what they enjoyed. This advert, I think, would cause modern outrage in modern would cause outrage in modern society as. Uh, Everyone has fought for women's rights and everyone advocates for women's rights and thinks that women are equal to men and should be seen as that. And an advert like this would is exactly the opposite and dates back all the way to 1967. I mean, to, sorry, to the 19th century where Henrik Ibsen was trying to fight against that attitude and once again with the women being in the background refers back to his how women were never their opinions were taken into consideration how they were seen as less. Women, the women on the box are wearing traditional clothes. The woman is wearing a white, a normal uh, blue dress with a white, with a yellow apron around her. The daughter is wearing green pants and colored shirt, which to appeal to the man's senses, to appeal to their masculinity, to make them feel like they are more important. The women look towards the men in envy, as if they wanted to play, as if they wanted to try to join them, but no, they would be ridiculed as. Their only role should be to partake in events in the kitchen. The smile on the men's faces and their faces are drawn with very big accuracy. They're drawn, they're shown to be enjoying the time. However, the women are drawn with much less detail. Their smiles could be seen as very unsettling. And to show once again, to further emphasize the point of how women were given much less importance at the time. The women are also drawn in a much smaller scale. The men take up 90% of the advert, whereas the woman is only as big as the father's head, which once again links back to the point that women were seen as less important, that women were considered beneath them much less than the men. This uh, battleship advert also has a slogan, America's all-time favorite game, to show that it's that's only like it refers back to the point that men only play this and it's for every it's and also has the from ages eight to adult which tries to show that they're inclusive and they include all ages and this game is made for everyone however they're disregarding a whole gender by the way that they have depicted the women in the advert okay so you made some interesting points there there's um there's a few things that I would like to talk about. So starting off with some of your comments on A Doll's House. Um, so you chose a scene from the beginning of the play. Um, by the end of the play, 
How have the two characters, so the characters of Torvald and the characters of Nora, how have they how have they changed or how have they evolved? Uh, towards the end, Nora seems to have developed a lot more. She seems to have gained a lot of confidence in herself. She seems to start paying more attention. She starts to realize the nature in which her husband so uh, treats her and sometimes utilizes her the way that he used to give her treats to um, encourage her like she did with the macaroons and she decides to re she makes a very big decision towards the end of the play that she does not like this and that she would leave the family okay um, i'm happy you mentioned the macaroons um how do the macaroons foreshadow later events of the play uh, and very early on in the play we see her eating the macaroons in secret which already indicates that something is going to be a bit different in the play as at the time women were all dependent on their husband, they would tell them the truth all the time, their lives were dependent on their husbands. But when we see her do something in secret, hide something, it shows that something is going to be a bit different. And after after that scene we see her husband her husband, Torvald, say, Have you you have not been you've not been eating macaroons, have you? Which shows that it's something that they've talked about and they've mentioned that she still mm -hmm. does it behind his back. Good. Um, yeah, I'm happy that you mentioned the evolution of the character and how she even talks differently. Because, I mean, if we look at how she talks to her husband in the first act, yes, Torvald, we may be a wee bit more reckless now, mayn't we? Just a tiny wee bit. So he treats her like a child and, correspondingly, she, ca she talks almost like a child. Um... Can I just ask you about audience reaction? So, what do you think an audience at the time would think of Torvald's treatment of Nora compared with what a modern audience might feel? At the time, everyone would think that this was the normal, this was how he was treating her well with respect, he was showing her love and affection, mm -hmm. he was being nice to her, but nowadays everyone would see this as a very patronising behaviour as he treats her like a child and then expects adult-like behaviour from her. And when they see her act like a child back to him, she decides, she, they decide, so they say the, the blame isn't fully on him because she isn't trying anything to back herself. Okay, good. Um, so we have to move on now and talk a little bit about, um, about the adverts. Um, what advertising technique do you think is being employed here? And who is the target demographic for the... Product. I think um, they're using like a testimony to show how these two people, father and son, are enjoying the time together, how a game like this brings the family closer, they're enjoying their time together. And even the women, who did not even have to be included in the advert, see their husband and or kid playing and enjoying their time, and they think that this game is, and the target demographic is both. The men, everyone, I think, because it's for the men and boys, it's to play the game and to be a part of, uh, and to also give it America's all-time favorite game a chance. Mm -hmm. And for the women, it's to, if they give a gift like that to, her, to their significant, significant other, it's going to make them a lot more loved in the family. Okay, good. Um, if I were to argue that to an extent this advert also uses bandwagon technique, which which part of it might be regarded as bandwagon technique? I think where it says America's all-time favorite game, which shows that everyone likes the game. Good. So could you explain a little bit about what bandwagon technique is bandwagon. and how this is an example of bandwagon? Bandwagon is when we're given a specific sentence or an image or to 
try to persuade the general public. I can give you a specific example to persuade the general public mm-hmm. to buy or use this good or service. And by using America's all-time favorite game, that this game is the key to fun, to seeing the father and son playing and enjoying their time, you start to think that if they're enjoying it and if everyone in America loves this game, why would I not enjoy this game? Okay, excellent. Unfortunately, that is we've already used our five minutes of discussion time. I think you answered those very compellingly. End of recording.